This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. Oh, you've missed us so. Been a long day since last we spoke, and our heroes have put more than a few miles behind themselves as they've traveled north along the banks of the Kay River. Got a few questions for us. Uh, I'll start with Stir Fry. Stir Fry. What, what kind of food have you been uh, gathering on the on the journey north? Um, any acorn I can find, as well as pine cones, which Stir Fry knows can be cooked up to be something. He's also picked any sort of berries. He's c- continued to collect honey from beehives as they go as they go around. And if they've come across any stray traveler, he's nabbed a few T-bone steaks. <laughs> it's true they came across one one traveler. You nabbed uh. Four T-bone steaks from him. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! You'll be eating well for quite some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Cordelia, what do you what do you think what do you think about this? You watched Stir Fry do it. You caught him. He stole from a traveler. Couldn't be happier. Great. Um, Cordelia sees the T-bone steaks um, sneakily pulled out of the bag of a hapless traveler who clearly needs them, and she is delighted to see that she will be feasting that night and many more. Fantastic. That traveler's name, by the way, Carl Death. Oh. 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 De uh, what did you get any read on this guy? On Carl Death? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I thought he was very suspicious carrying around several T-bone steaks like they were so much gulp. Well, I'll tell you this, this straight from the DM, I'll tell you this. He was just going to eat them. Mm. Just a hungry man carrying steaks. He was going to eat them. And now, can I, I just ask uh, DeBonesby, where have you been in the pack? Have you been uh, towards the front, bringing up the rear, in the middle? Where, where physically have you been in the space? Uh, DeBonesby is usually in the back. Um, uh, honestly, he is very accustomed to walking and reading at the same time. Oh, fantastic. So, well, how far have you... So you're reading your arcane spells, right? Besides, you know, studying his spellcraft, he is also studying up on a new religion he's never heard about that he thinks is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's about God 2. God 2? God 2, the sequel to God. Very exciting. (laughs) I want to get into that, but I I have another question, which is uh, Bello and Albie. Yeah. Been, it's been a long two weeks. Uh, for the listener, where are we? What are we? It's been about 12 hours since the end of our last episode. Uh-huh. Where are Bello and Albie in the space, in relationship to each other? Don't keep us waiting. Um, I think they're like hanging back from Just the, a little. the group a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You hear an occasional swish um, and, yeah. and, and swipe. 
because Bello is sort of like as they're walking, he's playing with Albie's sword. Yeah, Albie just thought he would be really excited to play with the sword, so she she let him borrow it to swish it around. And I want to confirm for the listener, Bello is excited about that. Yeah, so Albie's just kind of like mooning at him while he's doing that. And then we have a hard cut 12 hours earlier. We're on the boat still. Bello has just kissed Albie. What's happening? Albie um, checks her. Uh, she pulls away really quickly and she checks her nose and there's no blood. And then she kisses him back. Huh? And then she like pulls away. And she's like, does this mean you like me? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh, I'm very surprised. Um, and she's sort of like, <laughs> she sort of like, uh, angles her shoulders so that Bello's arms are around her. And she's like, is this okay? Yes. Yeah, is, is it okay with you? Yeah. I don't understand. We, what changed? Well, I, I I thought I I thought I explained it, but I don't know. I'm not always so good with my words. Do you want to play with my sword? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, cool. But you you never told me its name. Oh, I can't. Um, I can't. Sorry, I can't tell you. Oh, it's a secret. But I can play with it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, go nuts. Have fun. Uh, uh, I don't want to make. Uh, too much out of this. Are we a thing, though? Just because we're in a group that's bound together to go to hell, and I just yeah. gotta know. You know, this was a lot of, like, we were up late, and I kind of was acting on some impulses. We, I, this just, you don't, you don't have to, we don't have to be a thing. I, well, no, well, that's what, I, I don't know, I think we have to, I guess, uh, I don't know, figure it out together. Um, that makes like, LB smile, and she takes his hand, and she's like, okay. Part cut to 12 hours later. The sun hangs low in the wet sky. The weather lately has gone from humid to a cruel impression of humidity, almost designed to hurt humidity's feelings. The setting sun is a mercy, but warmth clings to the air like an exploded bug on a windshield. Fireflies dance about like overserved debutantes at a ball. To no one, Bello is going to do the thing where he like holds the sword behind his head and he's going to do like a full 360 flip in the air and like bring it down on an imaginary foe. Can you make an attack roll on that yeah. foe? Yeah. See, that would be a nine. A nine? Yeah. Yeah, you... I mean, you know, you weren't aiming at anyone, yeah. but you would have missed. Cool. But, but like, I still pulled off the flip. Like, it still looked cool. Flip looks great. Great. Okay. Flip looks great. You miss. Okay. Can I show you something? Yeah, it's actually, like, it's pretty heavy, Abby. You're, like, you're really strong. Oh, I don't Like, you're know. really good handling this, and I feel like, you know, it, it feels like it's yours. Well, why don't you show me your scimitar? Show oh. me, like, a cool move with your scimitar. Yeah. Um, Bello hands Abby his her sword back. Okay. And unsheaths his scimitar. <laughs> he handles it lightly. It's it's a it's a light it's a you know it's a light uh 
metal meant for dueling and <laughs> swordcraft, and he and he passes it to Albie. Oh, you want me to try it? Yeah, why don't you try it? I mean, I tried your sword. Okay. Um, Albie tries to think of the coolest moves she knows, <laughs> and uh, instead she just does exactly what Bello did a second before. Does a little spin, it brings it down, but this time she like drives the the point of the sword into the ground. Make an attack roll. Okay. Two. Yeah. <laughs> so you miss and it looks bad. Oh no! Oh no, no, no. Hey. No! Whoa. Hey, it, I, I can show you. I can show you later if you want. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because like when when once you learn how to pull that move off, like you never mess it up. Like yeah. Like I would have hit. Like if I was like fighting like a bad guy. Yeah. Like I totally would have hit. Like what? It's like riding a bike. Like once you figure it out. But you- you're interrupted in that moment because out of the river, a giant alligator. Uh, it emerges. It grabs stir fry and it shouts, "Fuck you! Too close to the river!" Whoa! Whoa! Hey, whoa, hey, sir, 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 please, please. Oh, okay, I'm grabbing his tongue and I'm pulling his tongue out, out as far as I can. Well, first of all, you take four damage. Hey, okay, but then I grab his tongue. Yeah, make an attack roll on the tongue. That's a 16, baby. Okay, you get the tongue. Hey, cat's got your tongue? No, stir fry's got your tongue. And he ain't no kitty cat. Meow. Um, I put a, I put my one leg on top of his mouth to pr- to put to uh, try to separate the mouth as far as possible. Make a strength roll. Yes, it's a two. Doesn't work. He bites down hard. Ah, ah, Stir fry! You watch his bellows tail. Uh, suddenly begins to spiral and twist, and then it and then it gets really short. And then you were too focused on this tail and didn't notice that while the rest of while that was happening, the rest of his body was wild shaping into a little piggy, an alluring, delicious looking little piggy. So this wasn't even a camera move. This was the the listener mistakenly <laughs> focused on the tail. Well, the tail the tail wild shape first, so that drew your eye. Sure. And then while you were watching tail, that, yeah. yeah, right, right. While right. you were watching that, like your if your eyes shift for a moment, you'll see that Bella has transformed into a. Scrumptious looking blue pig. Uh, the uh, the alligator, you catch the alligator's eye and with stir fry in his mouth, and and Bello like wiggles wiggles his rump a little. Cordelia takes advantage of the distraction that Bello's created and she goes in for punching the alligator really hard. All right, you punch it really hard, it barely does anything, and uh, the, the the alligator looks at you and threw it with stir fry in its mouth. It's like, oh, hard. Ugh. Okay, Albie's going in with her sword. Okay, that's gonna miss. Oh, I got distracted by the romp. Oh, what is all this? Stir fry, you've got yourself into some mischief, I see. And Frederick uh, walks over a few feet away from the alligator to the river and lights up his hand with electricity and performs a shocking grasp and dunks his finger into the water. So you touch your, uh, you you charge your finger up and it's just like, it is pulsating with like static electricity and you slowly, slowly, you touch, it's like a screensaver. You touch the, uh, you touch the the lip of the water, the the lid of the water, the top of the water and a bunch of uh, electricity just shoots out across the top of the water and it hits the alligator. It also hits a fish, which you kill. If you are interested, uh, <laughs> which I'm looking in your eyes right now, you weren't. Uh, it's fine. The alligator, uh, it, it's shocked by this, and it gr- you can briefly see the alligator skeleton with stir fry skeleton inside of its mouth. Um, Albie's going to try to, um, she's pulled her bow staff off her back. She sort of chucked her sword down, pulled her bow staff off her back, and she's going to try to, like, like a pool cue, kind of... 
uh, stir fry out of the alligator's mouth. Make a dexterity roll for this. Ooh, uh, 14. You can't get stir fry, or 14, you can't get stir fry out of the mouth, but what you can do is you sort of, you hit it and the uh, the bow staff sort of, uh, it just like, it, it sticks up vertically. Uh, oh, okay. Opening the alligator's mouth, stir fry, you're now free to leave that mouth. Uh, stir fry uh, lets go of the tongue and then uh, jumps out of the mouth, grabbing the bottom where he swings under, taking out his knife and stabbing the jugular. Of the alligator? Yeah. Yeah, make an attack roll with advantage. <gasps> yes. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Sneak attack. My favorite little move. A rogue's specialty. And he's a rogue. Roll. Are you afraid to roll, roll the dice? Roll the fucking dice. Fuck uh, oh, oh 19. Great. That's what happens when you let go of the dice. So you do a sneak attack on the alligator, and you jam it right into the jugular, and the alligator screams, and it actually opens its mouth so wide that the bow staff falls out. As it screams, fuck you! Fuck you! This is my river! Whoa. Uh, and he's going to, he, he, he kicks his head around, uh, he's bleeding heavily, and he goes, uh, he just throws his body into the river, and you see just blood pooling up. Just, it's like an oil spill. Dude, are you okay? Stripfry, jeez. <sighs> Stripfry puts his hand in the water with the blood, makes a little cup and brings it up, sips that bloody water. Stir-fry? What if he has a disease? Yeah, well, his disease. Oh, he has a disease. It's meaning fucking stir-fry. That's his fucking disease. And it's going to fucking kill him one of these days. Hey, and hey, gonna be, hey, And there's going to be no one hey. at this little bed. Stir-fry! And Bello has, um, you didn't notice, but while Bello was uh, sort of romping around in pig form, he had found, <laughs> romping. It, he had found a, an apple um, <laughs> and, and, and grabbed it with his mouth. But now he's wild shaped back into bellow form and still has the apple in his mouth. So he takes the apple out and says, "Stir fry, chill out, dude." Oh yeah, oh, no, I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm just, I'm fucking, I'm fucking. Uh, some electricity starts jumping around his head. I'm cool. I'm cool. Oh, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, no, no. Stir fry's fine. Yeah. No, bellow puts a firm hand on Stir Fry's shoulder mm-hmm. and says, "Take a breath, my man." And Bellow's also going to cast uh, cure wounds. <gasps> yeah, right, dude. Ooh. We're we're okay. We're Ooh. safe. You're safe. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Friends, hey! Stefry, I believe I've uh, knocked out a salmon or a trout or two there on the river. If you want to collect it as part of your uh, roving pantry. Oh, perfect! For the vegetarian, as he looks at Albie. I don't eat fish! He jumps in, grabs that. <laughs> <laughs> grabs that fish and puts it on his back. But when you do, no! yeah, baby, you grab that fish and you pull, but it doesn't quite come with you. What? Why not? Uh, well, I'll tell you why not. Because that fish had just bit bait and a hook, <gasps> and it is attached to a fishing line. Now, if we follow that line... Those things are dangerous. Well, that line, it leads to a toe. <laughs> That's right. A small humanoid possum sits along the red banks of the river under a large straw hat with a hayseed sticking out of his damn mouth. There is, as I said, a fishing line, which is tied to his big toe, leads into the river and to stir-fry. He lifts his cap and eyes you. Looks like I caught a big one. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, friend. I, I was going to grab this electrocuting... Uh, uh, this little electrocuted fish myself, but if if it's yours, it's yours. No, what's what's mine is ours. You're welcome to it. Say, I have an idea. How about I take half and you take half? Well, you can take the whole thing. No, 
See, look at that. You were the one who wanted it not to be cut in half, which means you were the one who wants it more. I've got a T-bone steak up the wazoo. Here you go, friend. You got a T-bone steak? Up the wazoo. Well, why don't we put this together? We're having dinner. <laughs> what is it? What's it called? What's it called? What's it? What's it? A meal. It's Dinner's it? called a meal. No, but, but, no, 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 but, stir and turf. Stir and Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. We're making fucking stir and turf. The possum is going to look. He's on the other side of the river. He's going to look across at you guys. Whoa, what do we have here? Oh, hi, I'm Cordelia. Hi, Cordelia. Y'all caught me napping. Sorry. No, hey, I love a nap. Oh, sure. I mean, most do. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of hungry. Should we make dinner? Friend, do you mind if we pull, pull, pull you across the river to eat with us? Pool? Why don't I just take you back to home? Oh. Uh-oh. I, I can prepare a meal. and you know, it's all good. I was going to cook here, but if you've got a technique... I... I'm sick of camping. Let's go. Is it called... What's it called? What? Can't you read? And he's going to, oh, wait, but I'm blocking the sun. And he's going to move his body. And he was leaned up against a uh, a wooden sign, which reads, Welcome to Froggy Creek. Population, all of us. Aww. Aww. Oh, wait, friends, this looks incredible. Can we? Come on. Yes, we've already agreed. Oh, we did? Yes, you're the only problem. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the eyes have it. Let's go. <laughs> Do you fucking agree? <laughs> uh, the river is moving uh, lazily. You get across it easily, and he leads you up the banks and down a red dirt road. It's beautiful. It's lined with willow trees. The fireflies are out dancing. The sun is going down. It's God's own time and God's own temperature. It feels fantastic as he leads you to Froggy Creek. It seems to be a, a collection of wooden shacks, all with tin roofs, somewhere between 20 to 30. If you want to take the time and count them, I'll tell you the exact number. But if you'll settle for 20 and 30, well, I'd appreciate it. There's a center of town with a single well, and chickens seem to wander freely here. A young child, somewhere between a straight-up possum and a straight-up human, runs barefoot into town. He's holding a catfish, and he's wearing a tin pot on his head. He shouts, Mama, I caught you a fish! This is so precious. Uh, Cordelia's sort of like grabbing stir fry and shaking him a little bit. I, I yeah, I, I I get it. No, I like it too. I like it. LB leans over to stir fry and is like, "Don't mention the possum that you brutally murdered." Oh, that was self-defense. So yeah, <laughs> doesn't count. Bellow's going to nudge Cordelia. Hey. Hey. Um. Do you think if do you think it's okay if we linger here? You know, with. You know the witch hunters? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. but I think we're kind of just, we got to eat. That's true. Well, we're just passing through, right? Albie's right there. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make sure that you think it's okay. I mean, I truly, I don't know. I don't know, but I think if they show up, there's not much that like, you know, two hours of, of good meals going to do other than good. Yeah. And right? we'll, and we'll, I'm hungry. And yeah. then we got T-bone steaks. And then we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be full yeah. of bellies and full of piss and vinegar. What? And then Bella cracks his knuckles. What do you mean? <laughs> oh. 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 So at the sound of the knuckles cracking, the largest wooden shack, the doors swing open. And the biggest possum humanoid you've ever seen. This man is half possum, half human, 100% 
big. <laughs> Whoa, big boy. Wears vertically striped pants and suspenders. He walks out and he dabs his forehead with a, a handkerchief. And he says, is that the sound I hear of knuckles cracking? Mm-hmm. I hope you're getting ready to do some honest labor and not ready to make a fight. Oh, we wouldn't be fighting anyone here, sir. Well, who would you be fighting and why? This is a peaceful town. Welcome to Froggy Creek. Population, you, me, and everyone you see. Thank Aww, you. Thank you. I damn well won't be doing any labor here, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. No. A man after my own heart. That's why they elected me the mayor. The easiest job in town. Oh, very well, respect. Just imagining a fight with long, distant enemies I won't trouble you with. Well, if you ever change your mind, I'm all ears. They're at the top of my head. Same. Same. Uh, well, they're more at the side of my head. You seem to have normal humanoid ears, yeah. although a little pointy. I, well, I was sort of confused about, You're thinking like, about the horns. Yeah, they're, they're well, no, because the ears are, like, sort of at the top of the body, but they're not at the top of the not head. Not the top of the head. Yeah. But, nah, I, I cannot, I cannot blame a man for wanting to participate. Yeah. LB is now free of having to try to pretend that she's staring at Bellow dreamily all the time, but she's just, like, watching the whole time, just, like, sort of beaming at him. He's going to look at you, Albie, and look over at Bello and look back at you, Albie, and say, <laughs> I apologize for speaking out of turn, but did y'all, y'all honeymoon in here in Froggy Creek? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, all right, well, far be it for me. Five people can be a marriage. Uh-oh. Oh. I know. I feel. We're not. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh, but we, but that's in, that's a th- We'll discuss later, I guess, everyone. That's just something to put in our back pockets. Yes. The Bonesby votes no, but votes can change, of course, and that's something that later on we can... Stir the break. possum that you had met originally uh, with the straw hat and the, uh, the the string tied around his tail, which he's taken off, uh, he walks over to the mayor and he whispers. The mayor nods, says, well, uh, excellent, excellent news. You take care of that and I'll take care of them. What's your name? Why, my name is Boss Possum. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Bello. Well, fantastic. Let's cut to 30 seconds later. That's all your names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So we're all introduced. Although I guess I, I didn't introduce you to... Th- that there was boiled peanuts. Boy- oh. Boiled peanuts? Boiled peanuts. Oh, that's thanks, nice. Thanks for letting us visit boiled uh, from often that he's sort of he's run off behind the houses yeah. into the trees and uh, you hear him because you've called out to him you hear him say hey it ain't no problem say he seems like he's in a lot of hurry well you know he's got a powerful hunger oh oh yeah there's nothing he won't eat it seems <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm sorry yeah. bit, bit of an inside joke oh. oh yeah can I just I'm sorry I just gotta ask uh, my friend here something. Um, she looks at Bello when she says friend with like cocked eyebrows and then she kind of shuffles Bello away for a second hey do you think they're gonna eat us Bello like Bello makes no like Bello's (laughs) face is frozen for for a very pregnant pause (laughs) and he's not even making eye contact with Albie he's just sort of like his eyes are like five degrees (laughs) off of her and he's just he's completely blank for five seconds and then he turns back to her and says oh my god they're gonna eat us I don't want to jump to conclusions do you think that like do you think that like stir fry catching the fish 
like in the fish oh, being like on the, the line was like an was implicit, the bait, and, like, and, yeah, and then stir fry yeah. caught it. It's like an implicit agreement that lo- that now like stir fry can be eaten he by. He was the, caught. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Uh-oh. Oh hey. Oh. Hi, Mister DeBonesby. We weren't doing anything. I knew. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Huh? Huh? I'm as wary as whispers and possum people scurrying off on secret errands as the next person. But we have witnessed that they live right by a stream full of fish. Children carrying catfish through the streets. They have no need to eat your tough meat in my meatless bones. Let's just... Let's... Can we relax for a moment? Just for a moment. Yeah, you're you're right. Hey, Albie, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, of course. Um, I didn't mean to do anything. I didn't mean anything weird about like, uh, that thing about Al. That thing about like. Well, we're, we're not do- doing anything. Yeah, yeah I that's just- okay. Do you want to tell people? That's well. I figured we should talk before we tell people. Okay, but just right now, I still think they're gonna eat us, and I think we should yeah, be. Yeah, because here's the thing. Because because De is like, oh, they wouldn't eat me. I'm a skeleton, but maybe he'd make a delicious broth. Oh, he would make a really good broth if you eat that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, stir, uh, while they're all talking, Stir Fry is talking to Cordelia. Mm-hmm. I did not mean to get into your thing. I just, I heard a five person marriage. I got enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, I, no, no. You're all, honestly, you're all not my type. I just love <gasps> you all so goddamn much, you know? And I, I don't want to get into your thing. So I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to maneuver. No, I'm not about to, like, ask Albie to marry me. I'm just, like, <laughs> interested. No, that, I know. That's it. No, I, mean, I know, but it's been that thing before where you tell someone you like someone and then yeah. they go after the person that you like when you just, t- it's like, you know what I mean? It's, it's happened to me before. I've done it before. <laughs> I get when, when someone likes someone, I'm like, well, then they, they seem amazing, you know? So, Wait, what do you mean? Have you been in this situation before? Okay, so you go to a friend. You're like, oh, I yeah. like somebody. Yeah. And they go, oh, that's so cool. And then they're like, oh, maybe I like them too. And then, yeah. they, then that person, then you go out with them, the friend who originally no, said. Sir, I, I feel pretty confident that, like, of this group, <laughs> Albie and I are kind of the only people interested in each other. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... I mean, Bello clearly like he he abdicated that relationship. As yeah, we said before, well, the, it didn't really seem he, like that other thing was good. He passed, and then I I don't maybe I'm wrong, but I think she's over it. I don't know. From behind you, you hear a rocking of a rocking chair, and you hear a, a voice say, "Y'all want to see a trick? What's against the law?" Yes, yes, <laughs> no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, no. We do. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah we kind of do. Uh, a possum, a young possum woman uh, in uh, in a long apron. Uh, she's just rocking back and forth on the chair. She goes, all right, then, watch the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts both of her hands out. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She curls her thumb, oh, okay. curls her out their thumb, okay. puts an index finger over the second thumb, no. sure. puts them together okay. as if she is pulling her thumb in half. Whoa. <laughs> be careful. Hey, hey, be Whoa. careful. Hey, oh, my. Albie is waiting for the trick. Bello, Bello, heal her, heal her, heal her, yeah. Bello. Bello's no, Bello, the, what? Bello, look. And Albie does the same trick. She's done this for her siblings hundreds of times. Bello is, Bello is stunned and he, and he looks, he looks at Albie with stars in his eyes. and Aww. You're incredible. Oh, are we doing tricks? <laughs> not, not yet, we're not. And she, uh, after doing that, she's like, that was the preamble. She gra- she uncurls her thumb, pulls it clean off <gasps> of her hand, throws it up into the sky, and says, one day that thumb will be a star. <laughs> <laughs> Cordelia, 
Amelia looks at Albie to see if she's going to do the same. Bella is doing the same. I can't do that. Like that's that's a genuine trick. Yeah. So maybe you're. Maybe we're not so dumb after all. I didn't think you. you... Oh no! I caught your tone. Yes, you did. Are you gonna need that thumb? Yes, I will. It's worth it for a trick. <laughs> Look, no blood, and she holds the hole up to you, and it's just there's no blood coming out. That's that's fucking cool. That's incredible. I'm sorry, you must get this all the time, but how did you do that? I have to second. How did you do that? I pulled it off and concentrated on not bleeding. <gasps> mm. uh, well, wait, can you wow. teach people how to do that? You pull it off and you concentrate on not bleeding. You know as much as I do about it now. It, it, that's very, that's fucking cool. What was your name, ma'am? My name? My name is Fairhope. Aw. I'm Steer Fry, and you're amazing, and we're loving this wonderful town. We're, we, we, we met, we met, uh, uh, Boss Possum, and he's about to treat us to a delicious meal. <laughs> oh, he certainly is. Speaking of that, is there a kitchen where we can cook up these T-bones? Oh, I wouldn't be too worried about the kitchen. You just give those T-bones to us, and we'll take care of that. I, I, I'm i a chef myself, and I actually would like to be a little bit close to the ingredients to make sure that it's being prepared correctly. Not that I think you've prepared it incorrectly. I just I, I went through the, the process of gathering the, the ingredients, and I want to be a part of the construction of the meal. She rocks forward stoically, and she looks beyond you, and she says, All right, then. I guess you might as well get acquainted with the inside of a big boiling pot. <laughs> Oh yes, I've got. Oh, so we're boi- we're boiling we're we're boiling the meat. Boil the fish, and a bit of steaks as well. You like boiled steaks? Not too especially, but you'd be amazed what you can boil. Actually, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's your place. Let's, let's try to let's figure it out. Yeah, let's let's. I will try your ingredients. I am sorry for being so mm, possessive of the meat. Uh, Albie's gonna like elbow Bello, like kind of like watch this, and she's gonna say, uh, "Are there any vegetarian options?" For dinner? Yeah, we got leaves growing all over the place. Stir fry? Stir fry? It's like, I love a vegetarian dish, you know. Oh. <laughs> no, we ha- I'm, I'm, I'm pulling, I'm pulling your thumb. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have plenty of root vegetables, onions, oh, anything nice. you need. We got vegetarians here too. You're not the only ones with it. Okay. okay. With it. You're not the only ones with vegetarianism. Oh, okay. Yeah, Abby, stop condescending to our new friend. I'm not trying to. What? Lay off of Abby. Okay. Thank you. Right? Say, say Fairhope, what do you think of Boss Possum? (laughs) What? I love him. You do? Yeah. He's my son, after all. Oh, Oh, I didn't know. I couldn't imagine that you would be the mother of- You're the mayor regent? An adult. I am. First of all, I'm the mayor regent. And second of all, you guys have really got to watch it with the... T- I'm not an idiot. I pick up on when you talk to me like that. What do you mean? Just, I know how old I look. I think you look very young. Bello, what? No, this what? is really... I swear, this is just how he is. All right. You there, and she's going to eye stir fry. You, you the one wanting to see the kitchen? Oh, yes, please. Why don't you talk to my daughter? And she's, she's going to ring a bell right next to her and say, Marionette! <laughs> Uh, the door is gonna. The door behind her is gonna swing open, and a beautiful young possum woman, human possum hybrid, she's gonna walk out. Um, Cordelia shoves Stir Fry forward. What? Hey, hi, how you doing? I'm Stir Fry. I was um, told that you would be the one leading me to the kitchen. So, yeah, that's what I was told, and I guess that perhaps is 
And you are and you are Marionette. I'm sorry, I didn't ask your name before, but I heard your name. Your mother or grandmother. I, uh, she said your name, and ah, uh, and and now I know it. So hello, Mr. Fry. If you wanted to know my name as well, and the the and the kitchen was where we were. Now that's what I call a first impression. <laughs> <laughs> she takes your hand and she leads you. To a large wooden shack. Uh, oh, look at this place. Are there windows on the outside of the shack? No, there are not. Fuck. Um, uh, Fairhope, I think you might want to focus up. Wow, what's that? Oh, you're bleeding. Oh, there it goes. Here, <laughs> and she stares. She just stares down, and the blood is just sucked back into the hole in her hand. Oh, my gosh. It's really impressive. That's pretty neat. I have a question for you. Sure, shoot. What do you got for me? Where's your village library? I'd like to browse it while Stirfy prepares our meal. I finished my book on God 2. Well, you want the village library? You're going to have to talk to Toothbrush. <laughs> Very well. Where is Toothbrush? Why, he's in the village library. Right over there, it says library on it. Oh. She points to a, a large wooden shack with library painted on it. Oh, I see. I was looking in the opposite direction. Thank you. And DeBonesby uh, makes a, a brisk march to the library. Great. So uh, let's follow. We've we've split up a few people here. Let's follow right now. We're going to follow Stir Fry and Marionette. Marionette leads you into a uh, a large uh, wooden shack. It's completely dark. And she is going to uh, pull on the antenna of a large firefly whose uh, abdomen illuminates the entire room with a flicker. And you see... A rustic but well-maintained kitchen. There's a tile, black and white tile floor. Uh, there's a large, uh, there's a large stove here. There is, a, there's a cooler full of of ice and things. And it see, there's a, there's uh, on the wooden walls. There's like uh, posters of ingredients and recipes. Oh my, this is, I, I, this is unbelievably charming. I have, oh, I'm, be- I'm sure you've seen. Big city kitchens. I, I certainly have, but you know, I've seen enough kitchens to know a good one, and this is a great one. And it's been quite a long time since I've seen one at all. Oh, look at these! Oh, look at these! Are these handmade pictures of root vegetables? Yep. All pictures are handmade. <laughs> oh, that's so so interesting. This is incredible. Oh, well, may I see your spice drawer? You want to see my spice drawer? <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, she like I, blushes. I, I did, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I just, Damn, Tim. No, I no. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I just don't know what you have. I've never been asked before. <laughs> All right, sorry. No, no, it's not bad. I'll show you my spice drawer. Okay, cool. And she walks you over to a drawer and she she opens it slowly, and she she looks at you and she's like, "What do you think?" What does he see? Tim, you see spices. <laughs> None of them are labeled. It's all done by memory. Ooh. Oh, my goodness! Sir, I uh, leans closer and takes a whiff. Cardamom. Rosemary. Time. Old Bay? You've got Old Bay? Yeah, we got Old Bay. You ever had it on a crab? (laughs) I've boiled the crab and then thrown the Old Bay on top of it, so when I tear apart the meat, the Old Bay gets on my fingers, so when I take the bite, it's like practically spiced. She steps forward, tell me more. Oh, well, sometimes you throw some corn in the in the in the in the, in the boiling water. Of course, yeah. Or some other vegetables, of course. Or shrimp, even shrimp, shrimp. It's a, it makes a shrimp. Oh, we should be so lucky. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure with a river like this, you're not getting many many shrimp. Oh, Catch crawdad, throw them in. Oh, really? That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, what are you what are you planning to do uh, with the T-bone steaks and the fish that you caught? Well, I don't know. I never had a T-bone steak. I was hoping someone could show me the way. I'm glad you brought me here because I was a bit of. I 
thought the boiling was sort of the wrong idea. I thought we put it in a pan. <laughs> put it in a pan? You have any butter? Of course we got butter. Ah. She goes into the cooler. Oh my god. This thing cools itself? Is it magic of some sort? No, it's ice. Ah. The magic of water. <laughs> you see, even the elements have... See, first get on the side for us. You see, even the elements have their own bit of magic to it. And in the kitchen, it all comes alive. You are so wise. You must be the leader of your friends. Oh, I mean, emotionally, they need me. But in terms <laughs> of... <laughs> but in terms of direction, I just want to follow So you. you're tied down? Me? Oh, no. I'm not t- I'm tied down to my friend group. I re- love them and rely on them, but I... If you mean romantically. Well, I mean, you wanted to see my spices. Ma'am. <laughs> I asked you for the spices for the enthusiasm of the cookery. If I wanted to be romantic, I'd say to you what I'm saying right now, which is, I find you absolutely alluring. And that being true, if you wouldn't mind giving me your hand for a bit of a smooch... I'd give it to you, but I am as I'm talking, I'm very forward, and that would no. I much. love it. Put some old bay on your beak. <sighs> <laughs> and we cut away now to the library. No! Yes, I was so close. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Carly, Fuck. we're recording. I know. Sorry. I'm running a podcast on a bordello. <laughs> oh! We cut now to the shack with library written on it. The door creaks open, and you see two hallways full of books. There's not many, and they all look well-read and well-loved. And from the back door, it opens up, and a possum man steps forward. He wears a top hat. He looks you up and down and says, Well, what's all this, then? Hello, I'm a living skeleton. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm literate, and I'd like to look at your books. I completely understand. I'm half man, half possum. Yes. I've gotten my own sideways looks every now and then. That's why you must build a community as such. I understand. That's true. I bet you assume we evolved from possums, right? Uh, I assume there was perhaps an incident uh, with lycanthropy or a terrible romance between man and possum. Nothing terrible about it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. That's how you'd see it. Yeah, well, (laughs) if you don't speak with animals, possums are sentient beasts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day, which is why I love libraries. What you here for, friend? Oh, just something new. I'm always reading. I'm a real, I'm a real book freak, you know. And I, you know, I'm, I'm voracious. So I'm just, I just thought I'd browse and see. You know, I love texts on ancient religions, dead cultures, and of course, sorcery and the arcane. I eat up magic very much. I do. Well, fantastic. I, I do apologize. We might, we might not be quite the kind of library you're used to here. We don't much cotton to the. To the dead and the gone. We try to focus on the the here and the now and the living. I'll take whatever. Anything novel is fine. I'm I'm just very curious. Sure thing. I got a book on dirt here. A book on dirt. Now, and I, I hear your voice. I know you you think you're smarter than me with the dirt. But if, <laughs> if you if you now you do oh, no 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 making a, it significantly worse for yourself. A loamy soil can be a fascinating thing indeed. Now I'm about to ask you to leave. Please give me your book on dirt. All right. You sold me. I want it. Look, I... I want your book on dirt, damn you! Look, we don't have much in the way of money to buy new... You're gonna get the book on dirt. Thank you. 
I just want you to look me in the eye. Yes. And understand I'm a fellow sentient being. Of course. I'm not less than you. I didn't. I Listen, I want to read a... I don't... I don't... Is it my accent? I'm genuinely interested. It's, it's partially your accent. And that one might be on me. But there is a way about you that you must be aware of. Yes, I told it all the time. This is me trying to get over it. Of course I don't think your books are as good as city books, but I've been proven wrong about these assumptions a million times that I'm trying to put a good foot forward and let me read a book on dirt if it's all you have. Now we're having a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I gotta admit, I don't much care for you either. (laughs) I get this all the time. I bet you do. I do myself. Why? What's your problem? Well, I'm forward. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. Yes, I entered a library excited to read a book, and here I am having a confrontation about how I turn people off. You see what I mean? Bad librarian. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bad librarian. I just love books the most, so they made me the librarian. Oh, that's that makes a lot of sense. Sure. No, we do it here. Everyone here has the job they deserve. The man who likes to work the least became the mayor. Hmm. The man who likes to read the most becomes the librarian. The little girl who likes to cook the most, she became the chef, and so on and so forth. The one who liked to be young the most stayed a child. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Does that have something to do with your village or your species or some sort of... Uh... We don't know what happened there. Oh, how interesting. Uh, we, we must agree. Yes, that is genuinely interesting. All right, here's your book on dirt. And do you have any... Honestly, do you have any other books? Sure, I understand. There we there now we're having a conversation. What are you in the, so we got books about we got books about nature, we got books about animals. Nature would be fine. There's always something new to learn about the world around us. Okay, wait, well, I I got a, a book on the a book on the area we're in. I got a books on the K River. Oh yes, the K River, that's fascinating. I've been led to believe that it is infinite and looping on itself. Oh, no, the K-Lip River. No, it's got a beginning, middle, and end, just like every river. That's I, how you know it's a river. Uh, that was just the cursed boat that was on it. Still, I'd like to learn about it as we are traveling along it. Sure thing. What you got for me? What's your questions? All right, well, I suppose I'll start with this. Um, we are making our way to the Teenage Woods, but on the way, we'd like to visit Brian Doyle Falls. Um, and I'd like to know um, exactly perhaps what we might be expecting along the way or even how far it is to that destination. Well, you're going to be coming up upon a fork here before too long. Mm-hmm. Because, y- you see, if you're trying to go to Brian Doyle Falls, that's quite a bit east of the Teenage Woods. Oh, no. The I- K River, it's got all sorts of tributaries and exits. Mm. Yeah, so you're going to... Oh, God, you're going to want to take... Trying to get Brian Doyle Falls there. Okay, so you want to go, you want to find the uh, the willow tree that looks like a question mark, and after that, that's going to be uh, exit 39. <laughs> You're going to take that. That's going to become the Y River. 39 to yeah. the Y. Uh, De has taken out a scroll and is writing on it with a big feathered quill. Sure thing. Now, this is all in the books, but we had a bit of a thunderstorm a few days ago, uh, sort of waterlogged a lot of the books. Don't worry, it's all committed to memory. Thank you. Uh, you're going to take the Y River quite a bit of the ways up there. Mm. Uh, it's going to get you pretty far north. Uh, the Y River, of course, is going to turn into the falls, which become Brian Doyle Falls. Mm-hmm. I assume you're looking for the, the neighborhood, not the waterfalls. Yes, that's correct. Right, the neighborhood's named after the waterfalls. The neighborhood's a, a suburb of the of the capital city up there. Suburb of the capital city? Yeah. Wait, the cap- I'm sorry, it's a suburb of the capital? Yeah, suburb of the capital. It used to be Paola, but they changed the name of it when Paola was destroyed. <laughs> I don't believe we were informed we would be traveling so close 
to the capital. Well, there's why, you know, there's like maps aren't, uh, they're so expensive. You know, you got to talk to a fellow like myself. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, I'm familiar. The map makers of Cordelia. We got a book on them. I I imprisoned one for a while in previous lifetime, of course. Oh, there we, now we're talking. Yeah. It was the only way to learn where anything was, was to have your own private map it here. They know they're the only ones that know where everything is, and they're real they're sticks in the Protective. mud about it. Protective. Yeah, you can say that again. Yeah, jealous. Sure, sure. Mm, terrible. Not like a good librarian like yourself. No, so you want to go, you want to take the Y River all the way up to Brian Doyle Falls there. And then if you want to get to, where do you want to get the Teenage Woods? The teenage Woods, You're going to be quite a bit out of luck. A forbidden zone, you may have heard of or not. I don't know. Uh, no, nothing ringing a bell. Mm, that's fine. Uh, but you're going to want to take the, uh, goodness great, there's going to be quite a bit of uh, wilderness and woods you're going to be moving through there. And you're saying perhaps it would be easier if we simply took the other route along the Cave River directly to the Teenage Woods and skip Brian Doyle Falls altogether. And there must be a road between the two, of course. The civilization, people must travel this. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's going to be significantly easier to go to, to the, the Teenage Woods. I see. And which turn would that be? A right at the question mark shaped tree is it left is going to get you the teenage woods right's going to get you to brian doyle falls very well thank you there you take go. this into consideration fantastic now if you want a book here i got a book on lily pads oh all right and we're going to cut now to uh back in the main town square uh, where we have cordelia albie bello uh boss possum and uh there are various other possum people running around hey cord yeah, what's up? Hey. Hey. Um, um, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm actually really good. I have something to maybe tell you. Oh. Yeah, but not right now. Um, uh... Wait, okay, why are we whispering then? Oh, well, because I think that maybe these possum people want to eat us. She pauses. Her face blanks. She, like, looks past uh, Albie with her mouth hanging open a little bit. And when you look past Albie, you see uh, uh, you see boiled peanuts sort of moving in the shadows behind the houses. And he seems to be moving off to sort of a, a strange clearing beyond the houses, uh, uh, surrounded by willow trees. Stir fry! And she runs towards the uh, kitchen. You run to the kitchen, you open the door, uh, and Stir fry and Marionette are in there, and it's... My word! Don't eat him! What? Get off of him! What? She, she looks around and she has just Old Bay all over. It's just <laughs> smeared all over her face. You were right! You were right! Cordelia yells back to Albie. Albie bursts in. No, 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 everyone, Whoa! come, come, come. Get it's the, off of him! Stop, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know what, it's it's, not what it looks like. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's, it's okay, it's okay. Shh, it's okay. I'm not, I don't want to get in trouble. No, no, you're doing so good, you're doing so good. Stir fry, do not let them eat you, what are you doing? First of all, anyone alluring may eat me. Second, and, and... And the next one, she's not trying to eat me. We're merely doing the dance of twisted tongues. What the fuck? I had his tongue in, in my mouth, but I wasn't trying to consume. You weren't trying to eat him? No. We, we were having a romantic engagement. Fuck. But you know what? He's just Aww. so confident and sure of himself. <laughs> Oh, don't, man. don't, don't, no, don't. I you get two, it. No. you two don't. I see. I get it. I get the allure of that uh, when it's true. Yeah, well, I saw him first. Okay, uh, you didn't, but that's fine. He's yours. She steps forward. You want to make it something? Well, no, 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 no. No, yes, we want to make it something. No. Cordelia, what the? 
Why? I don't know. It's that was <laughs> that's funny though. <laughs> she's gonna get. She's getting right up to Mar- Albert. Mar- like, if you like him so much, why don't you fight for him? Because I'm willing to. Mar- I. It's, she doesn't like anyone in this group anymore, okay? Yes. <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? Wait, 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 I'm wait, sorry. I'm... Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold, well, then you're a damn fool because he's a catch. Marionette. And I, I don't live by a river. I know catches. <laughs> Marionette. Is everything okay? And then Bella walks in and he looks at Marionette and he looks at Stir Fry and he looks back at Marionette and he sees the old bay on her face and he and he gasps and he says, oh, Stir's bucket list. <laughs> uh, Stir Fry looks at... <laughs> Stirfry makes direct eye contact with Bello with that look that says, my boy, you know, and it's happening. <laughs> and I, we can't check in about it right now, but you know it's happening right now. Everyone, everyone, calm down, calm down. Marionette and I, we were just hanging out and- Marion? I said Marionette. Marionette. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're good. Not interested in Albie. She's never been interested in me. Oh. We're all good. She's not my type. No one in this group is my type, which is, well, oh. um, yeah, you know. But uh, I, but you have nothing to worry about them at all. We're just, we're just, we're all good. No one's trying to get with anyone else. All the connections here are one to one. There's no crossed connections. No star-crossed lovers in this group of friends. What are, what are you going on about? I'm just trying to make totally clear to Marionette that, that no one is at risk here being with anyone else and that yeah. they merely burst in because they were worried about me because I didn't know where I was because, to be perfectly honest, last time I did something like this, I was almost burned alive. And so... Yeah. Saying this out loud, I should remember that I should not always, uh, I should just take a chill pill sometimes and not always go with the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my whole life, which is right now is Okay, you. <laughs> actually, and Stripper, I'm so glad you recognize that, but obviously this is entirely my fault. This is my misunderstanding. We will go. You two have a good time. Wait, what did you want? If you didn't want to come in here and kiss him, what were you coming in here for? Nah, that I can understand. I don't like it. But I can understand bursting into a room to kiss him. We, uh, Albie's like making the like uh-uh sign oh. under her chin. Uh. Wait, wait, actually, wait, what, what were you worried about? Because everything's fine, but like no we one's thought you were gonna. Cordelia uh, was worried for a moment. She had a mis- misunderstanding and thought that there were no vegetarians here, so she wanted to run in and, and, and let everyone know that Albie was a vegetarian. Yes, and I was worried because I thought you were gonna boil the steaks and even though I don't eat meat I was worried and then I thought that you were um hurting him instead of cooking food but it was a true misunderstanding because Fairhope did tell us that there are vegetarians here make three deception rolls and we're going with the lowest because these don't really stack I got a 12 I got a 14 I got a 16 so we're going with the 12 which is not bad that means she's gonna listen to Bello she looks around. She squints. Everyone but Stir Fry, get out of here. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. We're good now. Sorry. Sorry. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good time, Stir Fry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We'll talk about Thanks, later. guys. Real wonderful to have you. My great friends doing this. I'm so sorry. And, and honestly, for vegetarians, like she's got leaves on the tree. <laughs> on on the on the way out, Bello is going to uh, give give. Stir fry a little tap on the ass. Uh, Stir fry is gonna uh, uh, feel it and stick it out a little more to be like, ha ha ha, yes. And Albie's gonna grab the old bay. What? 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 That's odd. She no, she sees that. What are you doing? She grabs the old bay and get out of my kitchen. Sorry. That's fucked up. That's a good spot. That's fucked up. <laughs> Come on, I'm, Albie. Yeah, Albie, go. That was fucked up, Albie's Albie. Gone. Albie's gone. I'm so sorry about that. That was so fucked up on them. Your friends are rude. They are. 
They are. There are. That, that's. I told you they need me to keep them together. Clearly, it's insane. They sometimes don't realize how they come off across, across, amongst others. But that's why I'm here, and I'm so sorry. That must have been so shocking to you. Are you okay? No, of course. I mean, it's now it's just you and me. And hold on one second. I have to, I have to turn the boiling water on. Oh yes, of course. And she's going to. Uh, uh, she she moves behind her. She lights a match. She gets a fire going under that big cauldron of water. She stands, she moves around, so you are in between her and the boiling pot of water. Oh, I do have to say, I, this is really fun, but it's, it's, it's moving fast, and I, I I have told myself that I sometimes let my impulses get the best of me, and maybe we go for a walk and talk a little more before we get so lascivious. I thought, I thought your place was in the kitchen. Of course it is. The cook, and we need to cook the steaks. I'm so sorry, I forgot. He walks uh, across from her to get to the stove so he can throw the um, uh, the T-bone steak onto the pan with uh, some boiling butter. Great. She uh, she moves around, and she gets in between uh, you and the pan, and she sort of starts moving you back over towards uh, the boiling steak. Hey, but I got to boil. I got I, I to get to boiling. I want you with me. It will take some time for the water to boil. I mean, there's so much water, and it will take some time for the steak to be Well, you know, the watch pot never boils, so maybe we just won't be watching it. Wait, what? That's it. And she plants one on you. And we cut away from the kitchen. Uh, Cordelia slings an arm around Albie. I don't think they're trying to kill us. I think both can be true. I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just also why does Starfire always runs off and like k- kisses people and then dies? I know. You know? I know. He has a knack for that. Oh, I, shit. I'm sorry, Bella. I forgot you were here. Yeah. 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 yeah he really does. Yeah. I also think it's a little hypocritical of Stir Fry to say it was fucked up of me to, like, grab the Old Spice after he stole the steaks that he was about to cook. Yeah, no, no, no. I think he was just... He was using it. Yeah. Yeah, they were using it, you know? Ah. Yeah, it was on their faces. Yeah. In this hot way. (laughs) Cordelia waggles her eyebrows at Albie. Albie, like, (laughs) looks confused and waves at her. (laughs) Uh, Boss Possum's going to catch your wave. uh, Oh, hello there, hello there. I see see you all uh, had some hungry eyes there looking around in the kitchen. Hey, Boss. I assure you there's nothing untoward to see in the kitchen. Oh, well, don't go in there until they're ready for you. No, I never do. But we're very soon we're going to be ready for all of you. Oh, thanks. To serve you for dinner, you see. Uh, Albie, like, looks hard at Bellow. <laughs> what, did, what did you say? To serve you. For dinner. Cordelia's like, wait a minute, in her head. Another way I could have phrased that is could, to serve you dinner. Yeah. You yeah, could have yeah, phrased yeah. it that way. That's true, I okay. could have, and I do regret it. And we are hungry. Well, <laughs> well then, <laughs> you are, the, in many ways, the ideal eaters. <laughs> True words, my friend. True words. That much is true. And Say, he looks off nervously to the shadows, and he nods curtly. <laughs> That's we are making excellent conversation, and I would love to continue it. So I will. Great. Say, here's a question. Wait, where did he look? He looked off into the shadows, off beyond, uh, off where boiled peanuts had run. Cordelia's gonna follow his gaze with her devil's sight into the shadows. Oh, fuck. Okay, so you're going to see straight into the shadows. Yeah. And you're going to see a clearing in uh, off just a little ways into the woods. Yeah. And you are going to see, seems to be some sort of tent-like structure. 
and uh, boiled peanuts is walking around it nervously, and he keeps lifting it up. The uh, there's like a blanket of some sort, and he's lifting it up and looking around nervously. Oh, that's weird. Say, here's a question. Yeah, well, hopefully I got an answer. Is there somewhere in town where we can stay tonight? Do you have accommodations for us? He smiles very broadly. He goes, oh, I've got just... He pats his belly. He goes, I've got just the place for you. <laughs> okay. Go on. Cordelia grabs Elby's arm like, okay. Uh, Elby, <laughs> gr- Elby, yeah, Elby returns the grab. Boss, can I be straight with you? I hope you will. And I hope that we'll be able to laugh about this in the mo- in a moment. Bella, what are you doing? I, 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 I love a good joke. Yeah. I hope I love this one. Yeah. I'm hungry for entertainment. Okay. Yes. And I am hungry to have these questions answered. So I guarantee you I'm hungrier than you. Now, we are... I'm hungry enough to eat a horse. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> you wouldn't believe this, but we are come from far away, and we have different, you know, cultural customs and mores. Well, and... that's where you're wrong. It's very obvious that that's true, and I do believe it. <laughs> Great. Oh. So you might, you might understand that we may have gotten some distinct impressions that you might have, and I promise we are going to laugh about this. Well, I love to laugh. Yeah, so we... I'm hungry for a chuckle. It's going to be very funny, but we have actually gotten a a sneaking suspicion that you might be interested in eating us for dinner. Albie's fingernails are digging into Bello's shoulder. Bello doesn't mind. Well, my friend, that's where you're right. Well, goodbye, Joe. You gotta go, me oh my yo. Gotta go for the pillow down the bio. My Ivana, sweet one, me oh my yo. Son of a gun, we'll have big fun on the bio. Ahoy, ahoy, listeners. It's producer Taylor here, and I'm very happy to say that we're sponsored today by Orphan Black, the next chapter. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story... You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. Dot Georgetown dot edu slash podcast. Chapter Season 2. That's right, the Orphan Black is Orphan Back, this time in pod form. And unlike the clones in the show, it's the real deal. Orphan Black, the next chapter, is the official continuation, and you know what that means, along with several of the original cast, Tatiana Maslani, excuse me, the Emmy award-winning Tatiana Maslani returns in her starring role. Roles. Are you not an Orphan Black fan? Well, consider becoming one. It's only 
one of the most beloved and groundbreaking sci-fi shows of the last decade. And if you are a fan, then you will understand what I mean when I say that Orphan Black, the next chapter, picks up eight years after the events of Orphan Black. The clones are living in relative quiet and safety, but who boy, you know, that comes a crashing down. Rogue CIA agents, new clones, murder, family ties, tested, alliances, betrayed. The future of all clones will be hung in the balance. And if you heard season one of Orphan Black, the next chapter, then just take my word for it. Now in season two, things, uh, they escalate. Uh, the stakes, they're not lowered, my friend, in case that's what you were thinking. Uh, comicbook.com said, it's truly thrilling, captures the mystery, humanity, and heart of the original series. Autostraddle said that if you love Orphan Black, you'll love this. And the Chicago Sun-Times, an actual dead tree newspaper, called it wildly fun, and wait for it, sexy. So if you seek a sexy podcast, look about you. Great thing about sexy podcasts, no one knows what you're listening to in those little earbuds. You can listen anywhere. Weddings, funerals, Notting Hills, your arson trial, all this. And uh, the show is produced by a production company called Realm, which I can attest to takes the audio production very seriously. It's very well done stuff. The first episode of season two of Orphan Black, the next chapter is out now, with new episodes dropping later this month. It is available wherever you get your good podcasts. Oh, but that is not all. I got one more thing I got to tell you about. Uh, now, do you remember when we did that big live show at the Bell House back in September? You do? If, if you're just joining the show, if, you know, if you just started listening, how in the world did you catch up uh, the entire thing in a month? Wild. Uh, but no, we, we had a big show, and part of the merch was this be- Yeah, you know what's coming, right? Here we go, here we go. Maybe some of that merch was not show exclusive. Uh-oh, they're gasping in their cars and ICUs listening to the show. Um... One of the things we sold at that show was a beautiful, hand-cut, uh, hand-printed uh, lino print designed by uh, Kathleen Neely, who's also designed albums and posters for uh, Fish and Calexico and My Morning Jacket, uh, made a beautiful print of Flip Cup. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, you can you can find if you just search for it. You can find pictures of it. You can also find it on our website because we had some left over extremely limited quantities we had some left over but if you would like to purchase one of those beautiful flip cup prints there are some available right now at rudetalesofmagic.com or daddy's favorite podcast.com they both go to the same place but you know hey listen name recognition you gotta go rudetalesofmagic.com and you can buy your very own copy and these are these are hand no, there's, we're not making any more of these, folks. They're hand-numbered. There's only a set number left. Uh, and it's, you know, less than 100, more than 20. Um, so when they're out, they're out. RootTalesOfMagic.com. Yeah, you can get that flip cup print, baby. If by eat you mean treat. 
Oh. I'll treat you to dinner. We didn't mean that. I thought you were literally going to... Oh, uh, I see what happened here. You thought because we're backwoods people. And no. Half human. Uh, yes, because we're half human, half possum. You thought we had resorted to cannibalism. We asked where to stay for the night, and you patted your belly and said you had a spot. I've been patting my belly since you met me. That's my whole thing. And he pats his belly and uh, puts a little napkin or a little, uh, uh, you know, a little handkerchief and wipes some sweat off his forehead. I mean, I'm sort of half... Dear half person, that's kind of nonsense, exactly true. But I, you know, and yet you still thought we were gonna try to eat y'all. No, this is yeah. why I was hoping we'd laugh about it because it, because we didn't we don't we didn't want it to be true. We don't want it to be true. Now, but we were getting these weird impressions, and I'm so glad that you could put our fears to rest. If I was a thinner skinned man, I'd be quite upset about this. But look. And he pulls up the the little kid with the uh, the the tin pot on his head, and he pulls him up, and he, he holds him to his chest, and he holds him out to you guys. Look at that! Look at what you done! Broke Giblet's heart. Oh, sorry, Giblet. Giblet looks at you and says, "I was never gonna eat you. I was never gonna eat nobody except a fish." Oh, well, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how that idea got in my head. It's maybe just the kind of luck we've had. We've been traveling a long time, and we've gotten into, like, all sorts of trouble, and... You, sir, would not believe some of the people we've met. Would I not? You wouldn't. Tell me about it. Well, even now, just before we met you, one of our friends, Stir Fry, almost got eaten by a huge alligator that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, sure, you can't... You, certain parts of the river, you go down in there, the alligator, they're very territorial. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand, we live near an active river full of fish and alligators and all sorts of this and that. We don't eat sentient creatures. In fact, we think more creatures are sentient than most people do. Well, like the noble possum, a wise creature. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, very wise. Anyway, um, so lovely talking to you. So we'll, uh, we'll probably hear a dinner bell. It sounds like you guys are a dinner bell type people. And we'll, she's backing up slowly and sort of like underhandedly motioning to Bello and Albi to join her, walking in the direction of the shadow that she had sort of seen earlier. He sees that you're walking over there. Yeah. Whoa, no, 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 there's no need to head back there. Come oh, on no. now. Oh, I'm not... No I've... dinner bells back there, no tables, no nothing. Just wanted to take a... Qu- we're just taking a quick look around, a little tour of the your lovely space. Well, I, why, don't, why don't you let me give you a tour of this town? Right here, we got the main house. That's the house I live in. It's where all the government occurs. Oh, okay. Um, you know, they say politics. If you break it down, it means poly. means many, right? Mm-hmm. Ticks is a blood-sucking insect. Cordelia's still walking. I think that he sees Bella's laughing. I think that's a fun joke. Yes. Cordelia's still walking backwards. Well, now, hold on, though. There's no need to be walking into no shadows here. Come on, now. Oh, I'm just... I'm truly... I just want to take in the sights. Okay, well, I'm watching you walk into the shadows. Yeah. So you're not sneaking away from me here. I know that. Okay. So you take in those sights and you... Stay within eye shot, because there's some dangerous parts of this town. What do you mean? Well, I mean, there's some buildings that are under construction. Hate for to get injured. Well, I, I won't consumed. go into any buildings. Do you think I'm in danger just walking around your village? Well, if you don't know what's going on with the building, I wouldn't walk over there. And I'm telling you as the mayor not to go to a certain part of town. You're giving me the runaround here. Now, come on now, I've been a good sport about you thinking we were cannibals. I think I'm owed a little bit of politeness. You're owed a little bit of politeness, but could you just back up for one second? You mentioned consumed? Yeah, consumed by the wreckage. 
I'm sorry. I'm realizing now I have a certain way of speaking, don't yeah. I? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Right? I see. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, uh, yep. Yeah, I'm I, I'm thinking through, and I'm just, I'm getting, we we zoom into his head, and it's just a flash of like, well, I'd eat you for a nickel, and like, just say like, well, this is my best friend, I, who I would eat on a plate. <laughs> and he says, he's in a schoolhouse, and the teacher is like, uh, t- uh, two, two plus two, and he, he raises his hand and says, well, you are food to me. <laughs> he zooms back in. Oh, boss possum, you've been a fool. <laughs> Uh, while that's happening, though, Cordelia had sort of continued quickly walking backwards into the shadow space. Make a stealth roll. She's not trying to be stealthy. Okay, then you don't make a stealth roll, and he sees you, and he's going to walk over. He's very big. He's very large. He's going to walk over to you. He's going to put a hand on you and say, Cordelia, I'm telling you now, this is for your own good. I shot you straight as, as I could. I didn't realize I was telling you the, sending you messages about the food thing, and I didn't mean to. We're not going to eat you. We're not going to hurt you. But if you go back here, you're going to get hurt. Do not touch me. Oh, fine, I won't touch you. You need to. It, I'm respecting you. You need to respect me. This is my town. You're touching parts of my town. I need you not to touch. This town is not owned by you, sir. Yes, it legally is. Cordelia, I think I think maybe we should respect this. There's something going on back there. I know, but I think maybe we should respect this. Albie looks like- I don't think it's a question of respect. Can I tell you, you have a very large diaphragm, and it's very resonant, so when you whisper, especially when I'm right next to you, I hear everything you say. There's no need. I also got these little ears on top of my head that hear extra well. I am going to shoot straight with you. Beady little black eyes. They're really cute. <laughs> I love those little ears. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, she sort of shudders and steps back again. I- I'm telling you right now, this, what you're doing right now, will not go well for you. Uh, Albie, um, Albie, like, kind of grabs onto Cordelia, and she's, like, like rubbing her shoulder, and she's shaking her head, like, let's just see how this plays out, okay? We're all on our guard. Okay. Is dinner ready yet? Uh, Stir-fry has been sizzling up a, a, a steak in a pan. Uh, the, there is butter and rosemary um, on, in the pan, and he is uh, uh, tilting it down and getting little spoonfuls of butter and pouring on top of the steak as it rolls down. And continue to do this, make sure it is the butter is fully cover, covering this delicious dish. And Marionette, who has learned from you, and she is now, uh, she's got the fish on a, a pan also on the stove next to you. Uh, she's never done this, but she's always boiled her fish. Uh, she looks over you and, and she says, so what are we to each other? <laughs> uh, well, at, uh, right now we are co-chefs cooking together. You know, all for one, one for all. A not me- now. What are we in the long term? Marionette, I'm not staying here forever. Me and my friends have a place to go. Many places. We've been through a lot and... We're going to have to keep going through a lot for our, our mission to be complete, I suppose. I, I can't offer you more than what we're doing today. <laughs> as much as I'd like to, and I wish we could have time to grow, I, I can only offer you my presence now and my affection, my impulsiveness, and my meals. So just for today, I'll take it. And she's going to walk out and she rings a big dinner bell. She goes, dinner! Dinner's ready, everybody! Stirfry's proud of himself. He doesn't communicate that clearly with uh, anyone. Well, mm. <laughs> um, he's proud of himself for this. He feels he's, he's sort of he feels like he's been rewarded for being honest. 
Yeah, and we've rung a dinner bell, and uh, all of the po- many possums, some are just straight up possums, just like run out from under porches, uh, and they run out. Everyone's got a big bib on. People have uh, forks and knives, and they are uh, running. Yeah, running with forks and knives, just like up. One guy trips, and that's why you don't do it. Oh, dead. No. Wow. Yeah, dead. Uh, and it's it's sad. And uh, we spend five whole minutes with the town just mourning him. But we cut back, and uh, we. Cordelia uh, had put coins on the sides. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's sucked into hell. <laughs> good. So good. First time you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how we. That's how we establish this. I know. Um, a large wooden table, long, long wooden table, big enough for the whole town, has been set out as uh, Marionette and Stir Fry bring out all of the food. And so we're bringing out T-bone steak. We're bringing out fish. Um, there was boiling vegetables and root vegetables in that pot. And so we are bringing some of that out. out. But we are also bringing out some root vegetables that have been also sizzled in butter in the pan and, and seasoned with uh, salt and pepper and, uh, and rosemary and a little, a little fucking crushed red pepper. Ooh. Um, and so uh, to sort of give a, di- uh, a bunch of different variations of, uh, of the commonly boiled dishes. Bello is sitting next to Albie. Uh, Albie sort of gives his hand a little squeeze under the table. Bello squeezes back. <gasps> Cordelia is sitting on the other side of Albie. Albie uh, looks over at Cordelia and boops her nose. <laughs> um, Cordelia sort of like captures her hand and squeezes it. Oh, Albie squeezes back. <laughs> Albie then turns to center and just like has a moment where she's like, oh. And then shakes it off. Boss Possum stands at the head of the table and he lifts a drink up. He says, to our new friends. Now, sure, they thought we were all backwoods, backwater cannibals who were going to eat them, which was not a flattering assumption for them to make. And if you think about it, it reflects more poorly on them than it does on us. Which we admit. They admit it freely. And I agree with it. And now, as is our custom, two minutes of silence. (laughs) For all those lost in every war. <laughs> Lower your heads and close those big, those little beady eyes we all have on the front of our heads for two entire minutes of silence. And this time, I want us to really think about the, the victims of war. I'll be still holding uh, Cordelia and Bella's hands, like, starts, like, sort of, like, gives them a little shake. Mm-hmm. So that they are looking at her. Mm-hmm. And then she, she like. Cordelia is nodding furiously already. Yeah, she's like nodding her head towards the door, like, let's get out of here. Okay. Cordelia's going to try and like very quietly scoot her chair out and go. Make a stealth roll. Don't make me say it. What'd you get? Three. Three? Yeah. On the dirt, somehow, the wooden chair on the dirt makes a sound. And Boss Possum looks up at you and says, Sit your butt back down in that chair. We're going to start the two minutes over now. And this time, I want us to also think of the good things war brings us. (laughs) It's not all bad. Thank you. All right, and every eye again closes. Albie's going to try to kind of, you know when you're like a little kid and you like like melt out of your chair? Mm -hmm. She's going to try to do that. Make a stealth roll. It's a 20 with my modifier. Okay. All right, you melt right out of that chair. Okay. Albie, um, like, tucks her chin into her neck and just, like, closes her mouth 
real tight and stops breathing and gently uh, turns to turns into like goes limp and slides out of the chair under the table and then she crawls away from the table and heads towards the door as she does she realizes that crawling alongside her is a little blue gecko <laughs> Cordelia, whose chair was already pushed out from the table, stands up and walks <laughs> Great. towards them. Um, Albie, like, sticks her head in and tries to get Stirfry into Bonesby's attention by waving at them. Uh, Stirfry, Stirfry's eyes are closed. <laughs> Frederick is realizing that he can't close his eyes. He hasn't... <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't considered this the entire time he's been a skeleton, and he's just like... He's just having a real moment of existential like horror over it, and he he catches your eyes. <laughs> Albie points at Surfry like get him. Uh, De Bonesby uh, nudges Surfry. Huh? Huh? A plan is afoot. We're not. Albie puts her finger to her lips. Hmm? Uh, yeah, and De Bonesby sort of like, <laughs> and then she signals, "Come on." De Bonesby whispers the magic words to perform a misty step, and he out of his chair in a flash of silent mist and reappears with the rest of the group. I, I can't sneak out of a chair. Cordelia quietly gasps and then she's like, oh yeah, that's so cool that he can do that. Stirfry pops up from behind Cordelia. He's very stealthy, so he was able to do this the whole time. <laughs> she quietly gasps again and she's like, my friends are so cool. Stirfry's mad though. He's, he, his eyes are further at you. What's going on? Come on. We saw something. Uh, Cordelia saw something in the in the fo- in the clearing. Well, let's go so we can go back and eat. Let's go. Sir, Sir runs. Yeah. So you follow the red path. Yeah. All right. You sneak in between the buildings down a red dirt road into an extremely calm and peaceful clearing in the willow trees. This place feels almost holy. You would bury somebody pretty important here. (laughs) Not even the fireflies give light to this place. And in the middle of it, standing very tall, is some sort of structure. A large blanket sits over it, but it has six distinct points. Bellow, as a newt, is going to uh, scurry under that blanket and try and get a better look at what this is. Underneath the blanket, six large stones all stand in a circle, facing inwards. And what you see will chill you. Carved into each of the stones is a face which resembles each of yours, plus Hot Roddy's. (gasps) Carved on the stone, you see, starting with the one closest to you and going clockwise... Albira Don, the butcher. Wanted for numerous counts of murder, as well as being a member of the notorious Ruleshaven Six, unofficially thought to be known as the Big Hole Boys. She's wanted especially for questioning in the murder of Fractus the Savior. Reward, 250,000 gold. Next to her, Frederick de Bonesby, The Brains and the Bones. (laughs) Wanted 
for masterminding the destruction of Ruleshaven, practicing auto-necrotic magic, back taxes owed by Otto de Bonesby, being a member of the Ruleshaven Six, and impersonating a doctor. Reward, 500,000 gold. Hot Roddy, the uncle with the monkle. <laughs> Hot Roddy has been known around southwestern Cordelia for over a century as a low-level criminal practicing the legal but discouraged magic of bullymancy. He is a member of the Ruleshaven Six and legal uncle to the bell ringer. He is preferred dead to alive. Reward, 250,000 gold. Stinky. <laughs> For stealing a cane from a hospital. Reward, 17 gold, or all will be forgiven with the return of the cane. <laughs> Stinky. 17 gold? That's how much the cane cost. <laughs> Belotheon Gramiel, the bell ringer for ringing the bell of Ruleshaven, assassinating Mayor Ebenezer Whitehead, transforming into a monster, resulting in millions of gold worth of property damages, being a member of the Ruleshaven Six, and inciting revolution. Reward, one million gold. Oh dear. Finally, the tallest stone, Cordelia. The Beast. Approach with extreme caution. This criminal is armed with demonic magic of limitless potential and is to be considered extremely dangerous. It is unknown if Cordelia is her real name or a moniker. She is said to stand three men tall and is an imminent threat to all life. She is wanted dead. Reward 10 million gold. There is one small stone in the very center that says, if you have any information leading to the arrest, capture, or death of the Ruleshaven Six, touch this center stone to activate the call stones. There's no time. We're wanted. We have to go right now. What did you see? Where do we go? Anywhere but here. We are... Is it witch hunters? Are they under there? It's everyone. There are bounties on our heads. We gotta go. Okay. Wait, so the thing you said... No time, Halby. We gotta go. Bello is normally quite chill. I trust him imminently in this moment. Let's go. Bello, can you vacation us out of here? No, we gotta run! And with a Cordelia-style urgency, Bello is just going into the woods away from the town. And you hear, as you begin to run, you hear, wait! As you turn around, you see Marionette standing behind you, holding the dinner bell up over her head. Marionette? Stir fry? Yes. Don't ring that bell. Please don't ring that bell. Please. Stir fry! She holds a rod up. She's ready to ring the bell. Please, 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 please. If you ring that bell, we'll... They'll kill all of us. They'll kill all of my friends. We're not going to kill you. Abby grabs Stir Fry's crossbow and hold and aims it at. No, 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 Albie. No, no, no. Stir Fry. No, Albie. No. Trust him. Marinette, what's going on? What, you're not going to kill us. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for not going to. You got to understand. Ten million gold. 
13 million gold, whatever the math is. You gotta understand, I could do a lot of good around here. And that would kill us. They're gonna kill us. They're gonna kill us. Oh, gonna... well, they kill us all the time. Who? Who? Who kills you? Who? I'll kill them. Everybody. People come up, come up along the river, they're hunting possum people. We killed all the time. Nobody cares about us. Nobody sends any witch hunters coming for us. Witch hunters will come here if you ring that bell. Yeah, we know. We want the witch hunters to come here. Before you collect on that bounty, they'll destroy the town and everyone in it. They're not going to destroy us. They just want y'all. They destroyed Ruleshaven. We saw it happen. They did it. We didn't. You told me one day. Just looking right at Surfright. You told me one day. You said you would be with me for one day, and then you run off the first chance you get. You lied to me about that. Why wouldn't you lie about this? Are you kidding me? You no, li- I'm not kidding you. You, 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 wait, wait, wait. you're saying, oh, we're going to kill you. We're not going to gonna kill you. About- yeah, I, I, I said one day when I didn't think I was going to die at the end of it. Oh, well, there, now you know. Marinette, come with us. I'm not leaving here. I love it here. Yeah, well, everyone's going to die here. We're going to go. No one's going to die here. I don't trust you. Right now, you're cornered. You're going to say anything you can to stay alive. You're the one cornering us. The demonets has to be up. She's not going to be the only one here. We have to go. Stir Fry reaches into his back pocket. And he throws a knife. Yeah, make an attack roll. So that's 14. 14? Yeah, you're going to hit her. The knife hits her right in the heart. It uh, plunges, so you can only see the handle sticking out. Stirfry dives as he watches the bell fall in an attempt to catch it. Make a dexterity roll. Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. You run, you dive, you catch it. And you keep it from hitting the ground. But you don't keep it from hitting your B-ring. A high-pitched ring rings out, and you hear commotion coming from the center of town. At the sound of the dinner bell, Cordelia races to stir-fry, grabs the back of his cloak, and pulls him up from the ground to take him and run. Um, at that first feeling of the grab, he reaches out and grasps upon the handle of the knife and pulls it back out of her heart. As you pull it out, she reaches out and she grabs your hand. He looks her straight in the eye. You said one day you betrayed me. You betrayed me. Cordelia pulls. All right, she reaches out and she's gone. She falls dead. Stirfry watches. He wipes his knife, puts it in his back pocket, grabs the back of Cordelia's hand and flips himself on top of her head where he jumps off ahead of her and starts running. Running. Albie grabs Bella's hand and starts running. You hear commotion and already you can hear shouts of, Oh my God, what happened? During the moment of silence! Thinking quickly, Bello casts Fog Cloud to create a misty barrier between his friends and the town, obscuring their escape. Albie watches the fog start to form, and she stomps her hoof down into the ground, sending a ripple through it, causing the earth to mold into pockets of difficult terrain, setting up traps for people who want to follow. Frederick sees the work that both of you have done and decides he doesn't need to do anything but run. He's very impressed with your efforts. But already you were hearing commotion and you're hearing shouts of uh, Fog Cloud! Fog Cloud! Fog Cloud! Into the trees! 
you hear movement in the trees nearby. This is you guys are running, you're being chased. There's movement in the trees and a, a, a low-hanging branch in front of you. Uh, a line of possums just drop down in front of you, and their eyes like catch the light, and they all reach out at you. It's a line of like six possums. The possums are right in front of you. Everybody makes a dexterity saving throw. Bello, you just get caught flat-footed, and these possums uh, grab you. Cordelia, you, uh, it's like you're, I don't know what's going on. Maybe you need to duck, or something happens, and a possum just, like, hugs you right on the face. And it's right on the face, and it is attacking you. It does six damage uh, to the face, just, like, tearing into you and, like, biting at you. Ah! Bello, the same thing happens to you. A a possum uh, falls down, you go to dodge it, and you hit another possum. And this possum, it's like in your hair, and it's just like, it's in your hair, it's moving around in there, it's knotting it up, it's in between your horns, and it's going to bite down hard onto the scalp for four damage. No! Albie feels her, uh, Albie feels the blood in her body all rush into her head as she goes into a rage and reaches out with both arms, ripping the possums off of her friends. Seeing this, Cordelia drops out of the vine, grabs Albie's hands, and starts running again. You hear Cordelia. You feel, uh, speaking of, of your of your spells and your shelf of spells, you feel like a a low, very deep bass rumbling somewhere in that uh, in that shelf, and somewhere in, in your mind's eye with that shelf, there is a wastebasket nearby, which is just glowing black, neon black, coming from this wastebasket. Um, Albie uh, has also grabbed. Uh, she's running with Cordelia, but she's also grabbed Bello. And she's running as fast as she can. You hear movement in the in the woods, even to the side of you. These possums are moving quickly. They know these woods well, and they are moving through the trees. It is not difficult terrain for them. And in fact, it is easy terrain. Bello squeezes Albie's hand, imbuing her with a druidic speed boost. And Albie starts running even faster. Her hooves are carving into the earth under her. DeBonesby is running as fast as he can, and he turns to Bello and says, Bello, can you be a horse or something for us, please? No, I can't. I'm all out. Shit! Shit and fuck! Stirfry takes out his crossbow and once again turns around. He's running backwards, sidestepping over every root for his, with instinctual stealth and grace. Um, he, uh, any, any eye, any bright eyes he sees, he fires. There is a willow tree root in the way and the back of your foot catches it and it trips you. You're running backwards and you fall backwards. You fall onto your ground and you're, you fall onto the ground and you're, uh... Your crossbow, it fires a bolt into the air. Stirfright rolls over, gets back up. Already the little possum, the kid in the uh, the tin hat, Giblet, the child, he jumps out of the woods. He's he's made it. He was the fastest one. He's he's already on you, and he moves on you with a sword. Uh, uh, Stirfry, um, uh, uh, Stirfry fires. You hit the pot on his head, knocking him out. Mr. Fry grabs that pot and keeps running. Got his hat. All right, great. You're running, you're running, you're running. What do we see ahead of us? Yes, absolutely. So you, with all of your dark vision, you can see the uh, the path leading forward uh, away from you. It leads out into the K River. This was a path, This was the, the there was a path that you took in and there was another path out. You're a little bit further down the river now and you see the, the, the inky blackness, the wine dark K River in the night sky. It catches the, 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 the reflection of the stars up above. And are the possum people like still running? Yes, you can hear them us? moving. Uh, yeah. Are they to the sides of us or behind us? They are to the sides of you and behind you, but they are to, they are, none of them are on the path. They are running through the woods on either side of you. You are quite a bit ahead of them right now. Stir Fry just lost a lot of time by falling down and getting into a scuffle with a child. 
And to Bonesby. A grinning white skull bounces up and down in the dark, getting closer as the Bonesby runs and runs. Cordelia turns up to the sky and she yells out in bird, help! And in bird, you hear, uh, you hear, help who? What? What's going on? Help me and my friends. We're the ones that don't look like possums. I'm a great blue heron. Beautiful, my goodness. Please help us. What do you want? What, what, what help do you need from me? Attack the possums. Attack the possums? I have an uneasy alliance with the possums. Do you? I thought they might eat you. Plans within plans for years. Fuck, Cordelia turns and keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> we have no time for this. Elsewhere along the banks of the K River, the heron casts its gaze downward and says, For now, I wait. <laughs> okay. Cordelia's still running ahead, holding Albie's hand, and heading for the river. You're heading for the river. The river's getting closer and closer and closer and closer. You are almost there. Stir fright. You are bringing up the rear. You lost a lot of time, and you can hear possums all around you. There are possums, in fact, in front of you now. They have moved. Uh, well, they are very agile, and they are very good at moving through the woods, and they are in front of you. You can't see any of them, but they are. Uh, occasionally, you'll catch a, a, a glimpse of the light reflecting in their beady little eyes. Uh, Stir Fry uh, throws that pot behind him, see if he can hit anyone at all. Um, and can he, so is his way blocked? Is basically no. The way is it's clear in front of you, but you can hear on either side that there is rustling in the in the woods. Um, he picks up he picks up his speed and tries to go as far as he can away from them while calling, Frederick, Frederick, fire, fire. Oh, oh, we're not. We can fight the possums. I thought we were afraid of them for some reason. And Frederick turns around and unleashes a lightning bolt straight into the forest. With a deafening crack, you hear an old oak. Generations of this oak. If it cracks, I'm old too. I don't care. The rings in this tree are revealed as the, the oak... With an explosion, it falls over to the side. It, it has rained recently here, but still it catches a little bit of flame as the old oak falls backwards. You don't see what happens to hear a biological squish as it hits something, perhaps some things behind it. You have cleared a bit of a path, but in between you and Stir Fry, Boss Possum steps out into the path and looks at Stir Fry and says, 17 gold is 17 gold. I'm worth a whole lot more than that. He fires. Not according to the... You hit him. What do you hit him? Right in the shoulder. You hit him right in the shoulder and he just takes it. He's bleeding. He looks at the blood and it sucks back up into his shoulder. (laughs) He looks at you and he says, learn that from my mom. That's fucking cool. (laughs) We're actually pretty fucking cool if you get to know us. I tried, I really did try, but you all betrayed me, and you don't do that to Stir Fry. Stir Fry doesn't like to be betrayed, you see. And, 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 and if you come back any closer, we'll shoot in a lightning bolt. Yes, Frederick de Bonesby will shoot another lightning bolt. Frederick de Bonesby's still here! You're nothing! And he turns around uh, at Frederick de Bonesby and says, Possums attack! And Frederick, from around you, the possums are gonna move out. Uh, they are moved. So some of them, uh, their numbers on the right side where you sent that lightning bolt are significantly less, but fr- from the left, uh, a, a swarm of possums. I would say five humanoid possums jump out at you. I'm going to need to rest soon. And he unleashes a second lightning bolt into that crowd. Roll for damage. 30, uh, 
38, a line of possums. Just into, they were just lined up like dominoes for you. And they all bing, 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 bing. They turn to skeletons right before you see their skeletons. They turn back and they are just charred remains and they fall over to the side. One to the left, one to the right, one to the left, one to the right. Finally revealing Toothbrush, the town librarian. There is a single bit of smoke coming from the top of his head, and he says, Now we're having a conversation. He turns to ah. dust and falls down to the ground. Oh. No, that rolled. Boss Possum, seeing that uh, his, his possum numbers are dwindling, he turns to Stir Fry and says, Good enough! And he's going to charge you, Stir Fry. Stir Fry disengages, rolling backwards to get away from the oncoming step of Boss Possum. Uh, this guy cannot be snatched easily, and he is worth more than 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you completely, uh, Boss Possum gets you, he's gonna reach out for you again, but, uh, you already got away from him, and he's gonna, you, you've got him, uh, confused, and he's gonna reach out for you and say, come back! Stiffry turns back again, he takes out his crossbow again, he says, I'm gone! He shoots. Make attack roll. 19. Tell me where you hit him. In the other shoulder. You hit him in the second shoulder. He takes it. It starts bleeding. He looks down at it, he concentrates. The blood stops, and it halts, and it shakes, and it keeps bleeding. Stirfry runs towards him, uh, 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 straight into to, to, towards the middle. He takes out his knife, ra- and, and rather than leaning it back and slamming it forward, he knocks against the original arrow, knocking it, and then knocking the other one back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, knocking these arrows to see if he can dislodge the blood from this guy's powerful uh, determination. You break his concentration. No, no, Jesus fucking Christ! And he starts, the blood just starts pouring out of his shoulders. Now slamming his knife right into his fucking stomach. No, no! I've eaten your knife! (laughs) (laughs) Lifts up Knife again. Lifts up, knife again. You're really making a meal out of it. (laughs) Stop talking like that. Up, knife again. Up, knife again. Don't run for trace. Stop right. Even as he struggles against him, Bellow rips Stir Fry off of Boss Possum. He has doubled back after his friend. Dude, dude. You gotta go. Stir Fry turns, runs, 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 runs. Knife still in hand. Warily. You hear the final words of Boss Possum, who says, I guess dinner is served. <laughs> Stirfry is running ahead. Uh, up, up ahead, he sees Cordelia and Albie, uh, um, and he's running towards them. Uh, he's looking around to see make, to make sure the Bones Bee is with him, too. Stirfry was way back, so you guys are all at the bank of the river now. Albie has Albie sort of pushed Cordelia ahead of her and is looking back frantically for Bella. Cordelia shoved ahead, dives in the river. Bella! We're coming! Albie, come on! We gotta, we, everyone, we all have to make it! They're coming! Um, Albie's waiting. She's waiting on the bank for Bello. Bello is, is coming close. He's getting closer. Albie reaches out. Grabs her hand. And she pulls him into the river with her. Stir-fried, reaching the river, turns back around looking for Frederick. I don't want to get wet. I think we can... <laughs> all right! And, uh, Frederick jumps into the river. Uh, clutching his wig. Stirfry waits, looking back. What does he see? You don't see anything. You just see destruction. You see a, a lazily burning tree. It doesn't look like that fire is going to spread. But you see a, a path in the woods that was cleared. You see blood. You see the corpse of Boss Possum. That's all you see. Again and again and again and again and again. He dives. Into the water you go. You're embraced by the blackness. 
long time since I swam and um. Albie grabs him and, and like is is treading water with him. <laughs> Thank you, Albida. These bones don't float like they used to. Are you guys okay? Cordelia, are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Bellow, are you okay? Yeah. Sturf? Mm. Okay. Uh, Albie's just sort of trying to keep her head up above water and she's looking at the sky trying to orient herself. Yeah, you can see some familiar constellations. You can tell which way is north, which way is west, east, south, the whole deal. Okay. There are, now, the thing about the Cordelian sky, there's always changing. There's many moons. They move around on you. The constellations, they get deleted. New ones get added. <laughs> okay. Okay, so she's treading water, and she's looking up at the sky. She's feeling the current of the river. Cordelia submits to the river and starts just relaxing and letting it carry her north. So there's a bounty out on us, then? Yeah, we're all, uh... We're all wanted. What did you see under there? There, well, there were a bunch of stones, and each of the stones had one of our faces on it and a description of our many and varied crimes. Oh. Who made those? I think the witch hunters made them. I think we're going to find them in any town we go to. I'm sorry, my bounty is 17... Well, Stinky's bounty is 17. Oh. Stinky? Yeah, it's... What? Stinky? And the camera pans up into the night sky. Ooh, look at those constellations. Some new ones? Enjoy looking at it for two weeks, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. Fuck you! Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale, indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Monardo as Albie, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bello, and Branson Reese as Everything and Everyone Else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfi, and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sydney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. That was a HeadGum Podcast.